Welcome to the Survive, Scale, Soar podcast. Hear and learn through the success of others how to build the life and business you deserve. Learn to overcome failure, what it means to seek out growth, and how to become the best possible version of yourself. And now, here's your host, coach, entrepreneur, husband and father, and author of the number one best-selling book, Survive, Scale, Soar, Jeremy Williams. And welcome back to the Survive, Scale, Soar podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy, and today is a real talk. See, the Survive, Scale, Soar podcast has two different formats. One is real talk where you get to spend time with me. I get to share some observations of what's happening uh, both in the world and in business. While my success talks focuses on interviews with people um, and business owners that are succeeding at a high level, and they share with the audience what is making them successful. So today is a real talk, and the real talk is about um, a question that I get posed often, especially this time of year, is like, what, what's going to happen in the next year? And if I knew the exact answer, or if I had that crystal ball and could look out, I'd be, I'd be a millionaire. I'd probably own an island somewhere. Everybody would be coming to me and paying whatever to, to get my advice and my opinion. So today's conversation is strictly an opinion based on observation, not not raw data, uh, not science, uh, but just observation of having lots of conversations with coaching clients uh, throughout the year leading up to the end of this year. Uh, my clients overall did really well this year. They, they are exceeding in their goals um, or, or really they're just, they're doing amazing. And I'm so proud of them being able to take the conversations we have go put their ideas and thoughts together and then being able to implement, take action on them. So I, I want to be clear as a coach, at the end of the day, the results are not mine. The results are those of my clients. They still have to go put in the work and our conversations just help them to think differently and to be able to organize those thoughts, uh, maybe be able to get rid of some of the, the squirrels that are happening in their life, uh, managing their time better and then being able to take action. And, and my clients are people of action. So I'm really proud of them, what they've accomplished. They are doing uh, just some earth shattering things in their, in their respective industries. So uh, observations though, when I'm looking at that is they've done really well. Um, over the last few months, things have, have tightened up a little. Um, most of my clients are still doing really well, taking advantage of of what's happening in the market. Uh, we'll talk specifically real estate today is that there are a lot of real estate agents in general this time of year that are off anyways. Uh, they take off really starting about Halloween and they don't return until the spring of next year. So real estate agents in general really don't have great end of years or first quarters. Now, I work with people that are productive. They wanna be productive. They wanna grow uh, their businesses. And right now is like their opportunity time. Uh, so things are, are slowing down just a bit in terms of we have an issue right now, especially around pricing, uh, pricing homes. So, you know, go back a year when the inventory was really low. And by the way, it, it is still low, but the inventory was extremely low at that time. And there was a gigantic pool of buyers. And so what did that mean is that the sellers could pretty much get anything that they wanted, including their price. 
And real estate agents, you know, they would have an idea in mind and consult with their clients on what the price should be. And the seller said, you know, well, what about 20 or 30 more? Real estate agent was like, sure, we'll try it. And what would happen would be somebody would come in, there'd be multiple offers within the first 24 hours, and it would go even higher than that. Well, you can't sustain that. Uh, there was periods of time of 14, 16% um, gain in price year over year. And the market just was not going to sustain that. So when we saw interest rates begin to rise because of inflation, uh, what we saw was buying power dropped. Yeah, we still have this issue with sellers in their mind say, well, you know, my neighbor or family member or somebody that they knew sold their house at this time and this is what they got. I should be able to get that too. Unfortunately, that's not how market dynamics work. You know, it's what a buyer is willing to pay and a seller is willing to take. And right now, especially with interest rates rising, that decreases the buyer's power, buying power. And so the buyer's driving prices back down. And you can especially see that with new construction. If you go look in any of the markets, um, most of my clients are in Texas, but I've got some across the United States. And they're experiencing the same thing. If you go look at new construction, you see them, especially this time of year, because they want to get it off the books, is you're seeing large price reductions. You're seeing them throw in incentives. Um, if you use their lending, you get more incentives. Uh, real estate agents are getting bonuses uh, to, to get the homes closed. And so you're seeing this, this driving down of price. Now, I, I was personally in sales back in 2008 to 2010, and I really don't think we fully recovered in our area until 2012 when you started seeing the market really swing back to the positive. Uh, we're not experiencing what happened then, because at that point, you know, the financial markets came crashing down and the inventory flooded the market. So you had tons and tons of homes that were available which means sellers had to be competitive and come off their prices. I, I remember going to closing tables where my clients would have to bring 50, 60, $100,000 to the table. Very difficult conversations, yet these people had to move and that was the dynamics of the market at that time. We have interest rates going up, we have buying power coming down right now, yet our inventory still remains low. And especially in, in markets like Texas and Florida, uh, those type of markets, we have a lot of people coming in from other states. They, they like our the way that we live down here. So with that, you still have a lot of buyers out there, uh, yet their buying powers come down and you have this the sellers still with their mindset of, I could get what um, my neighbor or my friend or somebody they knew got six, seven, eight months ago. And, and it's just not the case. So different dynamics from today compared to that of 2008 to 10, uh, depending on if you're East Coast, West Coast, some of that started really in 2006. Um, some of those markets, especially like Arizona, I remember 2008, you know, they were getting hit really, really hard. So different dynamics that we're operating in. So what does that do as we move into the future. Well, I think there's still going to be a correction on price. Price just got way out of control. And we're, we're talking a home that would have been 350, you know, sold at 550. 
Uh, just crazy numbers. And I think that's going to get back into check. So are prices coming down? Yes. Are they falling off the cliff? No. And are people still able to make a lot of money on the, on the sell of their house? Yes. And especially if they have equity in their home and bought it even earlier. So, you know, sellers can still make out really, really good in, in this market. As for the buyers, buying power has dropped. Um, there's ways to negotiate. Uh, I would encourage them to talk with their lender, talk with their agent uh, that they're working with. Uh, maybe you can even negotiate the seller buying down a point on, on interest rates. Now, there's talk that interest rates may even come back down. I don't know if that's the right thing to do because typically raising the rates is what you do to, to crush inflation. And there really hasn't been much of a change in that, I think like a tenth of a point or two tenths. It's not a huge change in inflation. And so I, I think 2023 is going to be a, a great year. Uh, I think it's an opportunity year for real estate agents, real estate teams, you know, real estate broker owners that are looking to, to grow their business. They might have to do some things that... Um, you know, are a little unnatural to what they've been doing in the past. I had a great conversation with an agent yesterday and we were talking about how important going back to the basics, basics are. And, and you didn't have to do that over the last few years. It was actually really easy. It's, you know, you could, could throw a dart and hit something and be able to close on a property. And that's why so many agents came flooding into the market was they saw people making great incomes um, and they realized that it didn't take a whole lot of work to do that. Your great ones still work. Trust me, they, they did because their service level was so much better, but there's a lot of really bad agents that could close a deal and, and get paid. So what's going to happen in 2023? I think agent count's going to fall. Uh, I, even though the, the market dynamics are different from the financial crash and now, I think you're going to have agents that came into the industry, never experienced 2008, and they're going to, they're going to, they're going to leave because it was really easy and now they have to work. And what they didn't do during this time was build and develop their skill sets. So they're coming into this market, which requires a higher level of skill, and they're just not prepared for that. Um, I think so. I think a lot of people are going to leave, and I think your agents that have been here uh, that have developed skill sets over time, the ones that made it through two thousand eight to two thousand ten, that really worked at developing their skill sets. I think it's an opportunity time. Um, you know, there's a lot of technology out there that they're trying to use to fill the gap. And, you know, they're saying the consumers, you know, eating up all this technology in the real estate field. And I, I believe they're, they're being filled with a bunch of BS in regards to that. I think technology is great as a support tool. Um, yet I think those that go back to traditional methods, those that go back to the belly to belly, face to face, building a relationship. Uh, with people in their community, serving their community, uh, going out, holding open houses. That's, that's kind of been a thing of the past because you didn't even have time on market to be able to host an open house. 
So going back to hosting open houses, going back to knocking on doors, going back to holding community events, uh, going back to participating in community organizations, uh, making sure that you're calling your database, being consistent, being intentional in those actions. Those are the agents that are going to win in 2023. Is business going to go up or down? That's going to be determined on how hard you work. Yet for those that do work hard, the market's going to swing back at some point. And if you're developing your skills now and you're, you're touching your people now and you're, you're continuing down the path as if nothing has happened, when the market does swing back around, you're going to have picked up market share that will never be given back. So you may have agents come rushing back into the market and they're going to have a really difficult time because you never left. So I encourage you as a real estate agent is you've got to look at your business. You've got to get your, your skills developed, um, look for opportunities to learn, invest in a coach, call me, let's talk and have a conversation about what coaching would look like in your business. I've got one-on-one -on -one coaching and I'm working on developing uh, some mastermind groups uh, that'll be launched in, in 2023. Invest in a coach, invest in yourself. When you, when you hire a coach, by the way, it's not an expense in the way that you would think as a business expense. First of all, so you can write it off. It's a, it's a business expense. Second, it's an investment into yourself. And that's what I, where I see a lot of agents making the mistake in these type of markets is they, they pull away from the investments that they make in themselves. And they'll go put into things that don't necessarily work or they, they put it into nothing and their business just diminishes or falls off the cliff. So I encourage you, get the education, get the training, develop your skills, invest in a coach. Uh, these are the times where you can gain large amounts of ground. And this, the second part is make sure that you are running a relationship-based business. If you're not in relationship with your database, relationship with your past clients, in relationship with your sphere of influence, and I know I may have some small business owners listening on here, this applies to you as well. If you're not staying in contact with these people and letting them know that you're here, they're going to forget about you. And I hear it all the time. I get, I get phone calls where I have agents in tears that so-and-so used this agent. And, you know, they were my past client. I sold two homes with them. And I asked them, when was the last time you talked to him? And they said, well, about three years ago. No wonder they used somebody else. They've forgotten about you or they felt like you're only in it for the transaction. And so you've got to be in times like this, you have to be in relationship with people and use technology as the support tool to do that, not as the replacement. And that's where I see a lot of agents go wrong too, is they, they move everything into technology and automate all their emails and automate all their text and, and people can read that and sniff that out. In fact, the other day I, I got onto Facebook and you know, always check every day to see who has a birthday that I'm connected with. And I always send them the obligatory Facebook, happy birthday, hope you have a great day. 
Yeah, then I take my phone and I record a personalized video telling them happy birthday and speaking directly into their life, maybe asking them or telling them about something that's going on in their life or something I recently seen. And I let them know to have a great birthday. You know, may it be the best one yet. It's personalized. That's how you build relationships in this time is yes, use the technology to support, don't allow it to replace and do things that are personalized and customized to the people that you know, love and care about. Because at the end of the day, they're the ones that are gonna support your business. They're the ones that are gonna refer you clients as you move forward and on down the road. So train, go learn, redevelop or look at your skill sets that you need to develop and then hire a coach and then make sure that you're a relationship-based business. And if you do that in 2023 and you have a great work ethic, yes, you're going to have to, you don't have to necessarily, somebody asked me, well, is that going to require me to work a whole lot more hours? And my answer is it could, or you could be a lot more intentional. You could be more purposeful in the hours that you utilize. So right now, if you're not operating from a schedule and you're just kind of winging it, operate from a schedule. Block the time you're going to lead generate. Block the time you're going to market. Block the time that you're going to go on listing appointments and buyer appointments. Block your family time. Block the time that you go to church. Block the time you want to go to a football game. Operate from a schedule and be very intentional within those time blocks. So yes, you've got to have a work ethic. And by work ethic, it also means being more intentional, being more purposeful with the time that you use. So in 2023, it could either be a really difficult year or you can look at it and frame it with the mindset of you're going to have a great opportunity to grow and develop your business. I had a great conversation with a, a team lead yesterday and we we're talking about her team and, and going and, and they've got a team meeting coming up and we we're talking about, you know, the, the market and, and that it's going to be challenging. And I said, don't, don't frame it as being challenging, frame it as an opportunity. Let them know that because they are on your team, it is an opportunity because you are going to do things differently. Everybody else that's not on the team might not have the same opportunity. They're not going to be set up for success in the way you are. And just with that, that one little change in mindset and the words that you use to cast vision for the team, you're going to change things for everyone. So I encourage you, get the mindset that 2023 is going to be a year of opportunity. Start now. The things that you're doing today are actually going to result in things that are happening in February and March already, right? You're already a little bit behind if you haven't started, yet the best time to, to plant the tree is now, right? The, the other best time to plant it was 20 years ago. The best time to do is plant it now. Same thing with your business is get started today and move forward and great things are going to happen. So when you ask me, what do I think is going to happen in the market? 
in 2023 for you that are real estate agents, real estate team leads, real estate broker owners? My answer is simple. 2023 is going to be an opportunity year for you. So I hope this helps you today. If you have any questions or you want to talk to me about coaching and what that looks like in your business, in your world, I'd love to have that conversation with you. Uh, reach out to me. You can visit me on my website. It's www.redhawkcoaching.com. That's www.redhawkcoaching.com. You can set up a complimentary business strategy call uh, where we can get on. I'll help you solve a problem by the end of that call. Also share with you what coaching would look like in your business if you decide to move forward. So I hope this has helped you today. I trust it's helped you today. Go out and make things happen onward and upward. Thank you for listening to the Survive, Scale, Soar podcast. If you heard something that made a difference in your life today, share it with someone that might benefit and subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. Learn more about the host of this podcast and coaching services offered by Red Hawk Coaching by visiting www.redhawkcoaching.com.